pulling my head out of the sand. By now, you've probably picked up that my go-to behaviour when it comes to money stuff was the classic ostrich. I'd bury my head in the sand and just hope things would work out. Cash flow was always an issue for me, and sadly, mostly self-inflicted. Invoicing was time-consuming and confusing, so I'd often procrastinate on it for lengthy periods of time. Then, when I either, one, went to the shops and had a transaction declined, or two, accidentally saw my bank balance while paying a bill, which was probably on its final notice, I'd freak the fuck out, panicking big time. And eventually I'd have to sit down for a day and catch up on my invoicing. A few weeks of living rather skint and I'd be cashed up and on another shopping spree. I was fair square in a feast or famine cycle. You'd think I'd learn, but I didn't. I kept up this procrastination and avoidance for a number of years. It's really only in the last five years or so that I've turned to face the strain and made some big changes, and they were mostly due to necessity. The stress became just far too much and was taking a toll physically. In the old days, change really only occurred when the pain outweighed the discomfort of getting the shit sorted, and sustainable change can really only happen incrementally. However, I wanted a magic bullet when it came to the money stuff, a white knight to come riding in to whisk me off into a sunset of extreme wealth. I googled and found an online bookkeeping service and decided to outsource all my bookkeeping. This was a classic head-in-the-sand move I see so many people make. There's this whole outsource the parts that aren't in your zone of genius philosophy going around, and again, I call bullshit. When we outsource stuff... The energy behind the outsourcing is important. There are things we procrastinate on because we don't enjoy doing them or because we're shit at them. Totally fine. We can't be a rock star at everything. And I do agree that it's awesome to get to the point where you can show up in areas that you're shit hot at and find people who are great at the other parts. That in itself is a process. It's not an overnight thing. Then there are parts of your business that you have a tendency to want to avoid not just because you're shit at them or don't enjoy them. Parts that perhaps you feel disempowered around or are afraid of or don't understand. They carry a very different energy, almost like a feeling of dread. Those are the areas you need to look at, not outsource. Work towards outsourcing them eventually, but first turn to face the strain. Cast a light on the shadow and really look at this thing. See it for what it is. Then, once you have your head around it and the dread is no longer so closely associated, outsource. Outsourcing something you feel disempowered around will do nothing to empower you. There are two areas I see most people want to outsource in some way, and both are money-related, sales and bookkeeping. In my experience, it only works when you're empowered around money and the sales conversation. There are definitely things we are not innately good at, like graphic design or copywriting or audio editing. If there's no emotional charge around outsourcing them, go for it. Even with the bookkeeping outsourced, I still had the issue of my invoicing process being too time-consuming. Sure, they could do the actual invoicing, but I'd still have to go through each project and add up the total time for each talent on that project. That would involve me listening to every file to make sure it was the same talent, open them all up in Adobe Audition and mark down the time for each slide. Some projects would have hundreds of slides. Time-consuming and fucking painful. Hence the severe procrastination. 
I decided to dump the bookkeeping service. It really only made me even more removed from the whole process. With someone else looking after my numbers, I had no idea what was going on in my business. And though there was a part of me that was terrified of knowing, I just knew this avoidance was not working for me. For me, the first healthy change was to make the invoicing process less stressful and time-consuming. Surely that way I'd be more inclined to do it. I worked out a system with Neil that took the entire stress out of the process and it was so easy. As we delivered each project, Neil would mark it complete with the total time for each talent. While I was not exactly chomping at the bit to get my invoicing done, I was no longer avoiding it like the plague. Why had I not thought of this before? It was so fucking simple. While I had my head in the sand, I couldn't see the options right in front of me. I was spending so much time and energy in avoidance, it actually took way less energy for me to look at things and find ways to improve them. Novel, right? Each time I've turned to face the strain, I've been rewarded in some way. Some small rewards, like making the invoicing process much easier. And it seemed to also increase the amount of work coming my way for a while. Some much bigger rewards, like the day I did put on another bookkeeper. Yep, eventually I started working with a bookkeeper again. This time it wasn't for me to avoid my responsibilities, it was for me to start to understand them much better. I still do all my invoicing and reconcile my accounts using Xero, my spreadsheet and shoebox full of receipt days are long gone, and my bookkeeper submits my bass and sits down with me to go over my figures. She's there to help me read a profit and loss statement, to remove the emotion and fear from the money side of my business. I've never really been a numbers person. They don't make sense to me. It's not a language I understand, hence trying to avoid it. Having someone who I can ask all the dumb questions to and then ask them again if I don't get it has really helped me to get on top of my obligations. In the lead up to my first meeting with my bookkeeper, I was feeling super nervous and nauseous. I was so afraid she'd tell me I was shit at business and might as well shut the doors now. While we sat down and she went over my last few years profit and loss statements, I started to feel a sense of relief. Fuck, it wasn't as bad as I'd thought. I'd spent all this time running from my numbers when they told a story, and it wasn't a bleak, you're a shit business owner story. It was a positive one. There was money coming in and there was profit. My issue was really just a cash flow one. And now that I knew that, I could look for ways to solve it. Again, once the light was shone, I could see the options. After sitting down with my bookkeeper, we discovered that I did have a cash flow issue. For me, the natural way to solve it was to double down on my online business, Radcasters, a podcasting school I started in mid-2015. It would potentially bring in the much-needed cash into my company as I headed into a traditionally very quiet period. Over summer, killer copy slows down quite dramatically. December through to February can be a little stressful for me. The work dries up and so does the money. Each year I promise myself I'll be more prepared, yet each year I find myself in a similar situation. No money and a big fat tax bill. That particular year was no different, only I'd thrown everything I could at increasing my cash flow in the lead up to no avail. I'd found myself in an even more dire financial situation, having thrown money into launches that just kept failing, Facebook ads, staff costs, and no return on the investment. I decided next year would be different. 
I would stop avoiding shit and start facing it. I'd improve my relationship with money. I'd become financially literate. Start learning. Create more income streams. Take care of my money. And I did. So a little while on, I'm in a much better financial situation. It's not perfect, but exactly where I need to be. I'm not looking for a silver bullet. I'm not praying for a lotto win or a random inheritance to save me. I'm creating wealth for and by myself, and it feels so fucking empowering. It's only due to me being willing to dedicate myself to learning about a subject that I'd become so skilled at avoiding. Pulling my head out of the sand has been a slow process, and it continues to today. Though I'm so much further along the path now than I've ever been, there's still a long way to go. Whilst my co-working space was going under, I remember a coach told me, always pay yourself first. At the time, I was like, fuck you, there is no money to pay myself. Yet it stuck with me. Shortly after, I moved from a sole trader to a company, set up separate bank accounts, started using zero, and put myself on the payroll. I only wish someone had told me that nugget earlier. I'd been officially self-employed for seven years before I had separation between my personal and business accounts. I can manage my own personal cash flow so much better. There's no random purchases or transfers from one account to the other while at the supermarket checkout, and I honour myself in the process. It says to the big old you, you put yourself first, check. If nothing else, I hope this has given you some food for thought. Perhaps a confirmation that you've got your money shit way more together than me. Or perhaps a loving kick up the butt to turn and face your money shit. The one key lesson I've learned is that no one else can do it for you. It all begins and ends with you. Grab that torch and shine a light on that motherfucker. At the end of the day, it's money. The power you give it is the power you give it. All those late nights stressing about it, and often more about what you don't know than what you do. It can be all-consuming, and that certainly has been the case for me. Yet every time I get to that point where I wonder how I will go on, something shifts. A big bill gets paid, a job comes in. Every time. Trust is so hard, and it's even harder when it's coupled with ignorance. You can't keep your head buried in the sand and expect anything good to arrive. There's just no space for it to come. Pull that head out of the sand, old ostrich friend. All it does is get sand in your nose. Time to come up for air. 